welcome to what's likely to be the first of two podcast episodes. Good to have you here. We're going to keep this episode super short. You know, in fact, I need to go look at some data. Podcasts are what? Usually like a half an hour long, sometimes 40 minutes. Maybe they'll get towards an hour. A couple of Fridays ago, I put up like a two and a half minute long podcast. You might have heard it. I hope you heard it. It was Alex playing Hurdle, but uh, it went out over the radio and then I just took that content and slapped it on for a podcast. I do wonder uh, if the podcast would be more successful if it were uh, a certain amount of time, but we have a lot to talk about. And if you enjoy hearing the discussion and what's going on, um, like, like I have said in radio, like... People I've had to, uh, people who have coached me, people who I have coached, at least as far as like radio terms, um, when it comes to doing a break on the air, you could talk for three minutes and it wouldn't be long enough because people wanted more of what you were doing. You could talk for 30 seconds or 13 seconds and because your content was so bad and disinteresting and uninteresting, it was 13 seconds too long. So I hope you enjoy what we do. Obviously you do. You're here now. I think you're going to enjoy listening to a man with great energy. And I'm so glad to have finally connected with him. It was literally a year ago at at an event, a Hype Fest event for a Hype event for Jeep Fest at Yark on the Central Avenue Strip. Um, my friend Whitney from Thread Marketing had me come out and kind of be the MC, And I saw this guy popping all over the parking lot. He was clearly a photographer. He had all the photographer gear. Like Batman had his cape and cowl. Like Green Arrow has his bow and arrow. This guy had all the photography gear. And he was getting into it. The poses, lining people up. Like this is not some amateur. During the summertime, my friend Dorothy, who was just on the podcast last week, uh, said, yeah, uh, Doug Heinbaugh is throwing an event with uh, with dance music uh, at Ottawa Park. And uh, he is going to give us some of the the benefits of money raised. Can anybody cover it? Dance music? A park? Yeah, I'll, co- I'll cover that table now. It got washed out. But uh, I had Doug on the podcast to talk about that. And, and Doug and I have been pretty close. Uh, love seeing him out. He is out everywhere. If you have seen pictures of Toledo and you're like, wow, that's an incredible picture. Whether it's a downtown or a metro park, it's very likely. It's better than 50-50. Doug took that photo. Uh, Doug has really been the quarterback, the head coach, the general manager, the owner of putting together this event to help out uh, Aaron, the co-founder of Patron Saints Brewery, uh, might have partaken in Pint Day for, or, or 419 Pint Day, that which was very successful. Aaron got a terrible cancer diagnosis and Doug has been one of the people pulling a lot of people together to uh, raise a lot of money, which is up to like 82 grand for the family. Another event is coming up, Middle Grounds. Turn it over to a little bit of me to start. But Doug, to tell you what's going on on Saturday, of something I hope you can be a part of. If not, because you have plans, maybe consider giving to the GoFundMe. Grizz419, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna like enunciate this really well. The fun raiser. But you want the D in there as well, because that's the whole point of this, right? Yeah, definitely. Um we that, that's been, been, you know, the big challenge of having a free event, and I think anybody who's done that knows, is trying to find ways to, you know, monetize it a little bit. And when you've got a good cause for, you know, 
considering what we're doing and who we're trying to help, the way Aaron's touched our community, this is uh this is this is something that you know we can all get behind and. Uh, we're, we're coming up with ways to do it. Hopefully uh, we can keep this train rolling. GoFundMe, last I saw, I think 82000 maybe more. And this is working. It's resonating. Pint Day was massive, at least for me asking right? around. I know there were, like, lines of people deep at at from from Wildside and Grand Rapids to Patron to a, a spot, I think, right over the border. Um, so I hope there's a, a big turnout for this as well. What are the things that you're going to have going on at Middle Grounds? Well, yeah, Eric Full told me he's the co-owner of Patron Saints, and he told me all about the the, pay, the Pine Day thing, and apparently that was Patron Saints' biggest day ever. Yeah. So everybody who came out, thank you so much for that. Uh, this Saturday at Middle Grounds, uh, that's the Metro Park that's down under the high-level bridge. There's a dog park out front, and if you haven't ventured your way to the back, there's a whole lot more. There's trails and a big pavilion. Uh bridges and it's right next to the river it's really a beautiful site especially with all the trees blooming right now if anybody's checked out some of my photos lately a couple of the ones that the metro parks themselves posted today uh it's pretty down there right now so uh we are going to have the tap 419 fire trust one of the ways you can donate is by buying beer uh we have a few breweries around the area we're going to be getting together with that are going to donate some beer to us so we can keep it flowing there will be Patron Saints root beer on tap for people who don't drink, like me. And the, we will also have food trucks down there. Uh, Baba Eats is going to be there. PM Frosted Fantasies is going to be there. Grumpy's food truck is going to be there. And I'm probably going to get this one wrong, but uh, slamming something hot dogs. Uh, they just popped in yesterday uh, when somebody else had to, unfortunately, bow out. I will get their name right and make sure I give them some love as soon as I can. Well, We're also going to have some of our... Our vendor friends out there selling their crafts, their arts. Uh, Chloe and the Steel Strings are going to be out there playing. They're, uh, Chloe and Connor, who are the two mains of that, are bartenders at Patron Saints. And they're going to be playing music. Uh, wrapped around that will be my friend Dan DJing some cool music to get everybody who's going to do the run and the race and the ride uh, off on their way. Yeah, tell me about that. I know that this was really bike-centric to get started, but what's going on with the run and the race? Well, the run and the race are definitely an integral part of this uh that when this all started uh there's a, a group of people and it just keeps getting bigger that have behind the seats trying to manage and you know make these events happen well this is uh mine and christians go at it and so we had had a lot of people reach out and say we wanted to get involved but we don't ride bikes that's not really our thing well so we did have a bike ride and then we we added runners and then we added food and then we added music and then we added beer and then we had we wanted to have something for everybody, but yes, at the core tenant of this, and that's where a lot of the Patron Saints community stems from, is the Pints and Petals Nights that they have on Wednesday. First one's actually going to be tomorrow night for 2022. Um, but yeah, we uh, we definitely you know would love people to sign up for that. Uh, your your race entry fee will you know go to be a donation towards the Grizzanix. Uh This is every, you know it, it, Eric, you were you were with me. You were the one of the people that helped me promote my 7-Eleven event last year that unfortunately got three days of rain that kind of deluged it out. And we didn't revisit that one yet, but I am looking at the forecast and other than being a little warm, I think we're going to get this one off this year. So yeah. I really hope people will come down and check it out. Uh, uh, a more somber question when uh, Aaron got a terrible diagnosis, it, it's pancreatic cancer, right? right? 
Yes, sir. Uh, is is there a medical update with how he's managing through that? And and if it's if the family's keeping it private, uh, I, I'm totally respectful of that. But um, th- uh, things like they that definitely fascinate are, me. And I, okay, I would defer to them on that. Now, okay. I, w- I can tell you with you know enthusiasm, uh, if you pop into the brewery on a, a regular day, you might see Aaron up there. He's awesome. actually working more than you might expect. He he's doing what he loves in between spending time with his family. Um, he's a uh, He's fighting and he's trying. And when you see him, and you know he, you know he can get a smile out. I mean, that's just that says so much about how he is Good. because you know we all know how hard what he's going through is. So uh, we're staying optimistic. We're doing what we can and uh, try and keep this train rolling so we can you know give them uh, some options with what we know is going to be a very heavy burden you know, coming up here in the, in the future. Yeah. Uh, thanks for doing this. You, uh, you better be really Always, careful because if uh, another big successful event of yours, you're going to be taking a lot less pictures and creating a lot more events. Well, we'll see how <laughs> that goes. I don't really want to be an events guy. Mm-hmm. If you can give me one more second here, I'd love to uh, give a shout out to the, the national uh, tra- model train day. People are going to be having an event at the Amtrak station real close to where we're at on Saturday. Their event's going from 9.30 in the morning to 4 in the afternoon. I'd say make a day out of it. I like to tell people, you know, here's how I would do my event. I would go check out the train train station thing in the morning. Uh, You're allowed to park at Owens Corning for that, so you can go there. And then on the way back down, come get lunch and hang out with us in the afternoon. Even if you're not going to ride or run, there's still something for you to do, and you can be a part of this community effort. My uh, my my friend Sarah Hegarty has her heart walk down there as well. Um, not right. a, not a competition, but hopefully that will pull some people over from there once she wraps yeah. up. And you know what? Well, I'm glad we brought them up too. You know me, dude. Like I want to support everybody. Like when when everybody succeeds, Toledo succeeds, and yep. I try to espouse that every day. So no joke. I want all of these events to do well. Yeah, and I, I think they will now that the weather's finally breaking just a little bit, but I won't hold my breath until like July. Um, and you know what? You mentioned, the, <laughs> you mentioned the train station. If people at this point, if Tom Hanks being at a train station in Toledo can't get people to realize we have a train, train station, they're never going to get it. Well, and we had that amazing night market. I believe it was in December. I mean, yeah. there's, that, that place has potential if people want to use it. And I think after two years of everybody kind of hiding out, People are coming back with some enthusiasm, and you just got to give them something to do. Yep, and there's plenty of, oh, you know what? When what? It was sometime in the last, maybe it was three years ago, maybe four years ago. COVID's messed with all of our time. Um, I refuse to accept the excuse of there's nothing to do in Toledo because, in fact, we've actually hit like a, a threshold where there's arguably, as you've just illustrated, there's too much to do, which is not not necessarily a bad thing, but there's never a reason where you can go, I don't know, there's nothing going on. There's always something going on, I especially now. You are so right. I've gotten a lot of sorries from people up front. They say, I, this is your event's late. We're already booked. We're so sorry. I, I steer them towards the GoFundMe. I steer them to the, awesome. the, uh, the silent auction we're setting up, things like that. There's still ways to help, even if you can't come. We'll, we know you'll be there in spirit. But if you can come, even for a little while, come on down. Yep. Uh, Doug Heinbaugh, uh, make sure I get the Instagram. It's the Dougie Fresh on Instagram, right? The Dougie Fresh. And believe it or not, Everybody can laugh at me, have your fun with it, but I did start a Facebook this week. That's yeah. how important. After 11 years of being off of Facebook, uh, I wanted another avenue to get this out, and we'll we'll see how the, the Facebook goes from there, but 
I know what I'm focused on right now is Saturday. It's it's like uh, it's the person that you can I use a, a Star Wars reference? Will you get that? Go for it. Okay, I don't Go know. I, I don't know where your nerddom lies. Um, you can use it for good. You can use it for evil, and you have chosen to use it for good, so you're going to swing your blue lightsaber for good on Facebook and stay out of all uh, local news comment threads and political stories. Oh, not interested. <laughs> That's why I got off of that 11 years ago. when People have been beating me up for it for years, and I, I listen to them talk about Facebook, and they never have anything good to say. I'm like, so you want me to get back on there? Yeah. But I'm doing it with a purpose, and yep. I'm a much uh, different person than the last time I was on it. As you know, I celebrated six years of uh, being off of alcohol yesterday. Like, my life, I'm a different person this time around in Toledo than I was the first time. And I don't get bored here because I'm not a boring person. And, no. you know, I find you start start with yourself and everything around you gets better. The grass is greenest where you water it. All right. Have a good afternoon. Taking pictures. I'll you look too, for man. them. And, uh, and give Elsa all my love. You know I will. I appreciate you so much, Eric Chase.